Good morning. This is Darrell Gunter, your host for Leadership on WSOU 89.5 FM and streaming on the net at WSOU.net. I'm so happy to have two of Philadelphia area's finest as our in-studio guests. We have the founders of ASP exclamation point, creative management, Ms. Lauren Peck-Siri and Ms. Kristen Aldridge. Ladies, welcome to the program. Hi, thank you. So this is all about uh, discussing uh, what ASAP exclamation point creative management does and to get your thoughts on, on leadership. So Lauren and Kristen, um, if you could share with our audience your respective backgrounds and education and experience. Sure. Um, I think our backgrounds are a little different, um, but we've all ended up um, here tonight. So thank you for having us. Um, to give you a little bit about me, I grew up in South Jersey in an entrepreneurial family. And well, it sounds full circle because I currently reside in South Jersey as an entrepreneur. Um, the path has been anything but. Um, it's, it's been pretty wild. So I completed my undergrad at St. Joseph's University in Philadelphia and um, love Philly. Stayed there for a number of years after um, until having a family and moving home. Um, but while I was there, I did multiple internships, um, everything from a law firm to a marketing and advertising agency um, out in the main line, experience in retail food service. Um, and I really think that while those things are completely unrelated, the unifying factor is the fact that I loved working with people. Um, so I started out post-college in um, financial services, always on the client facing side. And about 10 years ago, I transitioned into experiences. So um, that's, that's how I got here today. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. And Kristen, yourself? Um, I feel like my path, especially like leading to doing like experiences and events has been like a little bit more direct. It's like, I, I always think about this story that when I was 16, I told my mom I wanted to throw parties for a living. And um, back then that was like, not even a thing. Like, it was just kind of like, all right, like, you know, but my mom being like the super supportive mom that she is, she was like, all right, well do me a favor, still go to college. And I was like, all right, cool. That seems like a fair trade-off. And um, so I ended up, I'm from DC area, uh, Prince George's County, right outside of DC originally. And um, I ended up going to college at Temple University. And like throughout my time there, I was doing like all these little consulting jobs. I was like a club promoter at some point. Um, and a lot of it just like, you know, constantly like build, you know, continue to build upon like the idea of like bringing people together, like building those relationships, those connections with people. And um, so I've pretty much been doing events and experiences and things that are related to like working like in that brand space since I was like 18 years old, like that's when I got my first consulting contract and I've just kind of been moving forward ever since. That is so cool. That is so cool. So I know you guys are super excited about, uh, I just got my second COVID shot. So what is it? June 6th is my liberation day where- you know, Yeah, good for you. Right? <laughs> two weeks? Is it still two weeks? That's what, I, I guess what they said after your, your second shot, two weeks, you know, when you can- ditch the mask, so to speak. But um, yeah. tell us about ASAP, exclamation point, creative management. <laughs> How did it all get started? Oh gosh, you really want to know? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, it actually 
So there were many amazing things leading up to it. Um, Kristen and I originally worked together um, for years prior to starting the company. So we knew each other very well. Um, when we started, we had a third partner. Um, shout out to Rory. She is on extended maternity leave. Um, and basically we all got together. This is sounds super cliche, but around a dining room table. Um, that's how that's how it started. Um, we saw a gap in the marketplace and we saw a lot of areas just where we were passionate um, that we thought we could bring value to potential clients. So we took a big leap and decided to, um, we were all working in different directions at that point, though we'd known each other for years and decided to go into it all together and um, haven't really looked back. And so what are the key services provided by ASAP? You want to take this, Chris, or you want me to? Oh, good. Um, so basically, ASAP really works to help corporations, nonprofits, brands, government agencies better connect with the communities and the consumers that they serve. And so that manifests itself in a lot of different ways, depending upon like what the situation is. Um, in the past, it's been like very in-person focused with like activations, events, trade show booths, things of that nature. Um, but as um, you know, we work through COVID, like seeing the need to continue to create those connections, like either virtually, digitally and how to kind of continue to facilitate that feeling, even if it's in a different medium. And um, are there any type of events that you don't get involved with? Yes. I like to say anything emotional. <laughs> we don't do weddings. We don't do mitzvahs. We don't do um, anything Birthday like party. that. <laughs> primarily on the corporate side um but it doesn't have to be corporations it can be nonprofits too so, so that's yeah. interesting because I, I mean believe me after watching a few of the bridezilla things i understand <laughs> <laughs> but what if you had a client a, a corporate client who loved your work and said you gotta do my work we have had that happen. Um, i think when it comes down to one of the biggest lessons we've learned is as a business owner, um, as business partners, being able to realize where your value is and say no when something's outside of your scope. Um, yeah. So as, as a person whose background in sales, for me, that is exceptionally hard. I am a yes person. I want to please, um, as does Kristen, because we get excited yeah. about everything. Um, the excitement that you ladies bring <laughs> to the table um, you know, seriously, every, every conversation I've had with you, Lauren, the excitement is like, I mean, I got to get excited, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're buddies now. <laughs> so, you know, now that the, um, the world is opening back up, um, what, what is the focus that you're taking over the next 30, 60, 90 days to, to, to ramp up your business? Gosh, I think it's been, um, and Kristen, you can you can chime in here, but I think it's been um, much longer than a 30, 60, 90 day plan for us. Um, the past year has been really, really challenging for everybody. We've lost friends, we've lost colleagues, um, and I, I think that's universal. So I think there's a sense of, I don't want to say newfound, but newfound empathy and understanding that we all have um, that we're going to take into that time. 
Um, but our industry has been especially hard hit. I mean, we um, do a lot of business in live events, consumer engagement, activations, trade shows, conferences. Those things aren't happening. So um, luckily, I mean, we're at a place now where it seems like everything is going to return to normal, whatever normal is. Um, but I think we have, over the course of the past year, um, really taken a step back, um, and whether it was a luxury or not, and reevaluated where our business was and what we have to do to stay relevant. Um, so to, to really answer your question, I think going into the next couple of months, 30, 60, 90 days, um, we're going to see a lot of changes and we know that we can't predict what's going on around us. Um, so we know that we need to maintain adaptable. Um, we've recently gotten a COVID certification, which is it's um, pandemic meeting and event design. So we're definitely going to build that into our approach, but we're still going to go um, and also, you know, pursue those virtual channels because I think that those are going to be forever relevant. Um, there's a much bigger reach. What are your thoughts, Chris? <laughs> yeah, you know, and just thinking about the question, I think that um, the you know, going through the experience of being through the pandemic, it really stripped a lot of things away. And it really was um, created a situation where we were able to get to actually the core of our business and what we do and what we really excel in. And once you're able to really like lock into that and to tap into that, you're able to kind of transfer those skills and transfer those different ideas and ideologies and processes to other things. Um, as long as you're still walking in the alignment of like what your ultimate goal is, which is to bring people together and, and, and um, connect and communicate and see more of each other and each other. I mean, see more of ourselves and each other. And so I think like the next 30 to 60, 90 day period is really just building upon that and just reimagining what that looks like now that we're kind of operating in somewhat of a hybrid space. Like, I don't think we'll ever go back to being the same, but I do think there's a lot of opportunity to bring you know, things that have worked in the past into this new experience that we're, um, you know, we're going through together right now. You know, going through what everyone has gone through the last uh, yeah. year and, and a half, or not year, year and a quarter, um, what are some of the key lessons that you learned about your business that you said, you know what, now that I understand this, we're going to do this differently. What, what have been some of those um uh, light bulb moments, if you will, that, that you've had? I mean, recently we've taken on like a lot more, and, and it kind of goes back to the idea of the transferability of the, of the skill sets that we have and like our strengths. And so we've taken on like a lot more management projects that if you look at it from, you know, the top level, it's like, okay, maybe that may not be the exact thing that we would use, we would typically do as far as events. But when you really get down to the nitty gritty of it, it's like really seeing like, okay, these same processes and ideals can be applied to a new situation and still help people connect in a different way. So like a lot more program management, whereas before we started, we, we were very like project specific, but like working with people for longer periods of times and campaigns and helping them grow and facilitate and create those long-term relationships. Yeah, I was gonna ask you to expand upon, to define for our audience and for myself too, uh, what, a, what a management project is. 
Oh, sure. So like a management project is typically like we, we, uh, the way that I like to look at it is like we pull together all of the resources required to complete the project based on a specific, you know, skill set that we have, or specialists that we think will best suit the project. And then we basically work with the client to figure out how to go from, okay, I have this idea to now it's done. Like I have this concept of like, okay, I want to be able to like make my clients feel this way, or I want to be able to connect with these consumers and helping them plot the points that are along the way to get there, as well as keeping them on track from like a budget perspective, from a time management perspective, from a resource management perspective, and helping them at the same time not lose sight of like what that ultimate goal is, like keeping them focused on that. Kind of like a lighthouse, like, you know, like that centralized bringing everything. Yeah. It's super relevant to what we were doing in the past too. It's the same thing, just as Kristen said, Mm -hmm. a different ideology. Um, a little bit of a different concept, but the same skills. There's a lot of project management involved in our end. So when, when, when you think about um, the different type of events or, or, or projects that you do, uh, do you, does management look for an ROI or is, or is there a, a number ROI or is there a happiness ROI? How do, how do they define success? Yeah. And and I think that it depends upon like what metrics you're using to define success from the very beginning. Right. So it's a thing of like, if we're looking at it from a qualitative perspective, are we seeing an increase of brand awareness based on like post event surveys? Are we seeing that people are like, you know, from a, from a, um, like a a virtual event, are we seeing that people are staying on and being engaged for a period of times, you know, like that, those types of things that are like, okay, those are somewhat qualitative and you're able to deduct different like results from that. But then there are also times when it's like, okay, how many leads were we able to get? at this event? Are we able to, you know, are these leads actually transitioning into actual clients for people? Are people coming back and saying like, you know, you know, are more people who were not familiar with the brand now familiar with it? So it it really comes down to defining with them what they are. And then also figuring out like, not operating in the silo that one is more important than the other and really understanding that they work together to really figure out like what your return is. I think for us, it varies on a client to client basis too. Um, No two clients are alike, no two projects are alike. Mm -hmm. So part of our job is helping them to identify those goals. Um, Sometimes they have a bigger goal in mind, but they're not sure what those little things are going to look like. So um, we, you know, task ourselves with finding what makes them tick um, and what makes the consumer tick and pulling it all together. And, and do you currently look at their, their current web statistics, their Alexa ranking to see the before and after if, if there's been a, an improvement in those rankings based upon the, the project that you have worked on? It really depends on the project. A lot of the work that we do is in like so much on like the hands-on like tactile experience space. So while it's, you know, you're able to track some of it through web presence, some of it really is like those post-event surveys where you're really asking people like, what did you think of us before? And what do you think of us now? Like, why are you actually taking the time to fill out this survey? Um, like, you know, would you do this again? Like, you know, we have one client that hosts a multi-day festival and that's my favorite part of it is at the end of it is like, you know, we go into it, you know, thinking one thing and then we get all of this like amazing information on the back end that's like, okay, like, you know, you loved this session when we thought you might like that one. And I mean, I think also a big part of our job is listening to that stuff and like actually like taking it in and saying, okay, if this is what you're li- you're looking for and what you're interested in, like making sure that we're facilitating those opportunities to create more of that experience for them. 
Definitely. And I think that um, with that client in particular, it shows the strength in working together long-term mm-hmm. because it's become, um, I don't even want to say a bit, it has become a total partnership. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's taking that feedback we get and then being able to do something better the next year um, and more creative. So I, I think that drives us a lot too. This is awesome because here you're two female um, entrepreneurs working together. And I, and, and I tell you, it is so important um, that uh, women support women. My wife always says she gets angry when she sees that another woman doesn't support you know, another woman in, in, in business for that. What advice would you give to the young ladies who have just graduated and, and, and they don't wanna to go to the regular corporate way, they wanna start their own business? What, what advice would you give them? Mine would be to find a great mentor. Um, find someone who's done it before, who um, you know, maybe had someone mentor them and understands the value in that relationship. Um, and wants to share their knowledge with someone else. Um, I, I say go for it, um, but it's definitely not without its challenges. So maybe not even just a mentor, a network of people that can support you. Um, relationships are super crucial. Yeah, that's such a great question. I mean, the, the, the thing that came to mind um, right away was the idea of just trust yourself because I feel like there are so many opportunities and you know, I, I, I've been doing like a lot of research about like how women handle certain situations as far as like applying to even jobs or things like that. And how like a, women typically won't apply to a job unless they have a hundred percent of all of the qualifications. Whereas men will typically have like 70 to 80 and will go for it. And I feel like a lot of times women as women, like, you know, we don't necessarily trust ourselves as much as we should in certain situations, but just like, that's like one thing that I would tell myself out of college, like do it, like trust yourself, like, you know, your stuff, like, you know what you're doing, you're able to make it happen and you're gonna, you know, just trust yourself, like, and actually bet on yourself because that's that's really what it comes down to is like being willing to like take that step and bet on yourself. And then like, even when it gets hard, like double down and continue to bet on yourself. Absolutely, that's, that's wonderful. And so what is the ideal client for ASAP Creative Management? Internal conversations, Doral, private. Um, I, I mean, I don't know the answer for that. I think it's somebody who um, realizes our value once we present it. Um, is able to make the time and financial commitment. Um, and I think somebody who wants to collaborate um, at the root of what we do, I, I think um, without even trying, we, we are pretty fun. Um, we have a good time doing what we wanna do. And we like to work with like-minded individuals who are open to new ideas um, and really just you know working together and defining a goal and achieving it, surpassing it. Um, so I, I feel like that's what we look for, but there, there definitely is, um, criteria that we're working on behind the scenes. And then, and adding even onto that, like, I think that the, the clients that we were, we have the most ex, um, fun with and like enjoy the most, and we're able to like help the most are people who come with like a little bit of a spark to begin with so that they're actually passionate about the project that they're working on. And so what we try to do is like fan that spark and fan that flame and kind of help like continue to build that out and grow and like continue to, um, 
just really just just create like something together that like is meaningful for all parties involved like that's like what you know makes you want to go the extra mile and be passionate is like if you know you know that you're working together to create something that's like really special that is awesome that is awesome and so um if you without uh, disclosing any company secrets um any, hmm. any i don't know if we have any projects, uh, <laughs> that are coming up <laughs> Do we, what was the question? Any exciting projects that are coming up uh, that, that, that you're Ooh. comfortable to discuss? <laughs> um, there's not a ton that we can discuss because so many things are still under negotiation, but I will say that um, 2021 is looking like a benchmark year where we're gonna be um, trying a lot of new things and working in a lot of different veins and um, really just continuing to grow and push ourselves and like push our clients into like new spaces. We're also, we've been growing our team, which is super exciting um, for us. We've brought some new people on um, who we've been working with for years in different capacities. So I think our resources are expanding um, and, you know, on, on the people side, which I think is really important. Um, there's a lot of new, fun, diverse perspective, which is something that's really important to us. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here with Ms. Lauren Peck-Siri and Ms. Kristen Aldridge of ASAP Creative Management. They are both the founders of uh, ASAP Management. We've been talking about their, um, not events, but um, you call it, um, what's the word that you use about to describe your business? Like experiences. 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 So, um, we met uh, at the uh, Chamber of Philadelphia Chamber, uh, Pennsylvania Chamber, Philadelphia Greater Chamber of Commerce uh, meeting, and Lauren and I immediately uh, hit it off. And um, it just seems that with Philadelphia really coming back, it seems like creative ASAP has a very, very bright, bright future. Um, what are some of the key things that you would like for potential clients to know? And also, how can they get in touch with you? There's lots of ways to get in touch with us. Um, we have a website, which is currently a landing page. We are we are working on a middle of a rebrand for ourselves as um, we talk about all this, but a great way to get in touch with us, um, email always, um, hello at asapmeansnow.com um, or give us a ring. We, our phone number is 215-399-0313. Um, and we're available pretty much around the clock, although we're not answering that phone in the late night hours. So we'll give you a call back in the morning, <laughs> but um, we try to be as responsive as possible and we love making new friends. So, you know, so as, as, as two lady entrepreneurs who really appears that you guys have really, really great synergy, I'd like to give some of the incoming entrepreneurs some advice. What are the key traits of a great leader that you would like to share with them? Hmm. I mean, so one off the bat for me is authenticity. Um, all the sissities, authenticity, consistency, <laughs> um, transparency, like, um, like people whose words are in alignment with their actions and feeling like that there's a level of, um, there's a level of the level of consistency and being like solid and knowing that like that what is what's said is going to be done is actually going to be done and that if a mistake is made that it's like you know acknowledged and that you know 
that that you're being trans trans um, completely like transparent, apparent about it and like willing to grow yourself. Like, I think, I think seeing that growth is important for other people to feel comfortable growing and like pushing themselves. I think so too. I think, um, for me, it's often about understanding people, um, and really seeing them and hearing them and then valuing them. Um, so as, as a leader, I mean, we all, we've all been in leadership roles, um, delegating is hard. So you got to find the right people and you got to be able to trust them and, um, they need to feel trusted. They need to feel like their work is important, um, and that they're working towards something and achieving it. So I think it's really fostering, um, that within them and then, um, obviously there's leadership roles. Um, you know, there's a hierarchy to everything, but I think it's seeing yourselves also on the same level as people um, and having that level of relatability, I think is really important. And so how would each of you describe your leadership style? Oh gosh, this is something we've done a lot of assessments for. Um, <laughs> we can define it on paper. We, we can send you paper. Um, you wanna go first, Chris? Do you wanna talk about Yale? <laughs> Um, I, I feel like my leader style, my leadership style, and like Lauren just kind of hit the word is like really approachable. And it's very flat in terms of, um, I think that we like people are leading up and as we're, you know, like it's leading up and leading down. Like, I think a lot of it is like very collaborative by nature. Um, when it's time to make the tough decisions, like definitely like, you know, you have to step up and make those. But when it comes down to it, I really think a lot of it if, if everyone is invested in the outcomes, like everyone should be just as in, involved and included in making like decisions and things. And so I try to look at that, like that's my approach is to be like very flat, very open and also like very, um, again, I, I keep saying the word because it's so important, but like very transparent about like, well, if I don't know something, like I don't know it, let's, let's learn it together. Let's figure it out together. You know, that type of thing. Yeah. Google is a great friend. Um, it's funny you say this because mine, um, every time we do an assessment is coach. And I do not think of myself that way. <laughs> um, you know, everyone perceives themselves differently than maybe others perceive them or than what they're exuding, um, which I think is, is something important to consider um, and probably ties into my approach. But I think it's just um, really considering people as who they are and the talent that they have and wanting to develop that um, and seeing where they can go, whether it's with our company or not. I mean, I, I love our team. I hope they're with us forever. Um, but even before I was with ASAP, I, I've always said to anyone that I've hired, um, you know, my goal is to help them in this role, but also to see them excel in life wherever that takes them. So um, nobody, nobody take this the wrong way. ASAP team, stay with us. Um, but I really, you know, believe in people and believe in putting people in the right places and setting them up for success. And so, uh, being a, a, a partnership that you have, how do the two of you deal with maybe your slight differences of opinion? Very yeah. openly. <laughs> um, the joke is that this is, I, I mean, we both have our own families, but this is like a marriage. Um, we, we've got to be open and honest. At times, it is easy breezy. Um, Kristen and I have been friends longer than we've worked together, um, which sometimes makes things easier, sometimes complicates things. But um, 
you know, we try to address things as they come up. We try to communicate. It's something that as humans, um, no matter how much you like somebody or how great your business is doing is always, I think, a, a struggle. Um, but it's a good struggle. It's a growth struggle and it grows both of us individually. It helps us grow the company, our team, um, and do a better job for our clients too. I mean, if we don't hold each other accountable, who else is going to? That's right. Okay. I don't know, Chris, if you have anything to add to that. No, I thought that was, that was perfect. It really is very much like a, a marriage in the sense that like, you know, you have to have that open level of communication. There has to be that feeling of trust and respect. And just like the more that you can like invest in those aspects of the relationship, the better things are all around. And a democracy too. We, um, we, we try to call everything 50, 50, um, which I think is important because it's always nice to have another person's perspective. I actually cannot imagine if I were doing this by myself, I couldn't. Um, so to have the input of somebody else, um, who gets you, but then also has a different viewpoint sometimes is really nice. So, um, unfortunately our time has come to a close, but I would like to take the next 30 seconds with each of you, uh, for you to uh, provide a closing statement for your prospective clients that you would like them to know about ASAP, uh, exclamation point, creative management. <laughs> You want, you want to go first or you want me to go? Yeah, sure. Um, I, I mean, my general statement, and you're limiting me to time, so the, the clock is going in my head. Um, I, really, I really think it's just um, reach out, engage with us. If we are here to help anyone, whether it be a rising entrepreneur, whether it be a prospective client, whether it be a partner um, or a potential vendor, um, we want to bring other people up. We believe in collaborating, working with others, diversity, and um, reach out. We, we want to make friends. We are, we are so open to anything. And if there's anything we can do to help someone, we are happy to, um, even if it's not on an official client type basis and um, vice versa. Okay. Kristen? Lauren uh, hit the nail on the head a lot with the reaching out and the collaboration aspect of things. Um, but if I had like, I guess just like a final 30 second is that um, don't be afraid to try something. I know the clock's ticking, but like, um, be open to trying new things and exploring with us, like what those could look like. Um, right now, this is a blank canvas for a lot of businesses. Things have been completely uprooted. And this is, in, in one sense, it can be really terrifying. And in other sense, it can be really exhilarating. And um, you know, we would love to take that journey with you and kind of figure out like what the next steps look like for you and your business. Well said. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here with Ms. Lauren Peck-Siri and Ms. Christian Aldrich, the founders of ASAP Creative Management. Ladies, thank you for coming on the program. Thank you so much for having us. Yes, thank you. This was fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, that wraps it up this week on Leadership with Darrell W. Gunter on WSOU 89.5 FM and streaming on the net at WSOU.net. Want to wish you to have a very good weekend, but remember, leadership begins with you. WSOU 89.5 FM.